The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Welcome to Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and special co-host joining me today, Cynthia Bailey. Hi! Hi, Teddy Bear! I've missed you. What's going on? Oh, what's going on? I'm actually here in Atlanta at Lake Bailey. (gasps) Oh, it looks beautiful back there. Thank you. Well, this is just my background for my zone. I know, but that you can tell <laughs> when you're nice background, right? <laughs> it's a nice but you can tell by the background. Sometimes I'll like interview somebody and it's just like the white wall and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely have a good background. But uh yeah, I'm here at the lake. I am actually in town because my mom was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh but goodness. 
but the good news is she's going to be okay. Um, she is having surgery on Monday and we caught it early. Stage one, ladies get those mammograms. That's how we caught it. And I cannot encourage you guys enough. So I'm so grateful that um, she's going to be okay, but I'm here with her. I'll be here until the surgery's over. Does it run in your family at all or? It doesn't. It doesn't. This is like the first that we've heard of it in our family. So that was surprising. So I'm due for my own mammogram. So I'm going to set that up. Me too. Well, and have you done a colonoscopy? I did. I did that last year. Okay. Cause they told me they changed that age. They want people to get colonoscopies at 35. So if you guys are listening, it's time. Absolutely. Take care of yourself, people. Like, honestly, um, if COVID taught us nothing else, health is a huge priority. Yeah. All right. Ugh. And how is your mom in good spirits or is she? She is now. She is now. You know, the way it works is, Teddy, once the mammogram comes back showing that there's cancer, they don't just call you right away and say, girl, this is what's up. It's only stage one. You're going to be okay. This is what you have to go through. They make you wait. Yeah. You have to have an appointment and then, you know, people fly in <laughs> like we all flew yeah. in to be there for the appointment. And then, you know, and all that time, of course, all you think about is the worst case scenario, yeah. you know? So she was really like mentally, it was really difficult for her to wait that week and a half to actually go and sit in front of the 10 people that actually gave us the news that it was that it's stage one and that she won't have to do chemo or any of those things. And they should be able to get it out successfully with with surgery so she's in good, great spirits now and I actually posted about it and I wasn't going to post about it because it just was like uh yeah. you know it was just it, home but then I thought about how they caught it the whole mammogram thing I said you know what this is you know what I feel like it's always good to use your real life experiences to just really share real things on Instagram. You yeah, know because I mean? if not, you always think it's this happened to so-and-so. It doesn't mean it's going right. to happen to me. And I, I recently shared something about, you know, I had melanoma, but it ended up being in situ. Right. Um, but then they told me I had to go get my lymph nodes checked. Mm -hmm. And the first doctor told me, you know, it's very rare that it's going to be in your lymph nodes, but you have to do it. And I ended up, I have severe anxiety when it comes to certain type of doctor's appointments. Like it just is. Yeah. I think I saw you post something. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, why did you post about this? And I'm like, because a lot of people really do struggle with this similar thing where I put it off so many times that honestly, the woman who ran the front desk at the um, oncologist was like, Teddy, if you were scheduled one more time, we won't schedule with you again. And it's it took that like level of accountability for me to be like, okay, I'll be there at two 30. Like it was no, for sure. And I think we all are guilty of doing that. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't run towards my colonoscopy. I mean, I kind of waited until I couldn't wait. And then I was like, okay, I have to do this already. But I think the great thing about posting about it, and I love that you are so transparent with your posting about like all of, you know, your health issues, anything that you're doing. I know you posted about your chin thing. Like I love all that. You know <laughs> I just I mean? have to be, if not, I feel like a fraud. Like I'm like, I have to, and, and good, bad, and the ugly. Absolutely. And the great thing is what lifted my mom's spirits up the most, you know, was the fact that she got so much love on Instagram. I, I, you know, shared that, you know, this is what was happening. Go get your mammograms. And it was like, oh my God, you know, we're praying for, you know, whatever, whatever. And, and, you know, you know, my mom, she's on Instagram. <laughs> <Fortunately>. yeah. <laughs> 
I don't, you know, the older people on the gram. So, you know, she's going through and she's like getting all this love and it really mentally actually lifted her up. So I think I want to say thank you to everyone that sent my mom love on Instagram after I did that post. Oh, I love that. And we'll be anyway. thinking about her as she had, and she's so blessed to have you there with her yes. to take her to these appointments, you know, so that's you know what I, I had to shut it down and get my butt on a plane. Um, you know, made that call to my agent and my manager and said, listen, I have one mom. Yeah. I have to be here for this. Yeah. I have to be here with her for this, um, throughout the whole process. And, um, you know, it worked out where I was able to actually work and do things like this from Atlanta right now. And, uh, I head back to LA probably in the next week, but it it worked out and I'm really glad that I'm here. It feels good to be here with her. And how hot is it in Atlanta right now? So I'm four hours from, I grew up four hours from Atlanta. And I know that in South Carolina, in August, it is 1,000 degrees. It is hot as hell. Hot Atlanta is very appropriately named, okay? It's hot as hell here. Like you go outside. Like I find myself sometimes complaining in LA. I'm like, oh, it's hot today. I'm like, no, no. If I was in South Carolina, I would take a breath and I wouldn't be able to breathe in the air because it's so humid. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. So excited for Tamara going back to. I know. Do you watch Orange County at all? You know what? Honestly, I just at this point watch the clips. I just wait for the juicy bits to hit my timeline. And I, you know, I try to keep up in that way. Okay. But I did watch Dubai last night. You sent me a clip. Your your team sent me a clip. And I did watch the last episode of Dubai. So I okay, so them. lucky you. Dubai's yeah. been a, a little bit of a doozy for us to cover. Really? Uh, yeah. So I well, we'll get to Dubai in a second. Okay, okay, first, okay. We, first we have Instagram questions. Okay. Which, you know, you're just Tam always is like, come in slow. I'm like, I can't. I just go in the way <laughs> that I go. Like, Hold on. Goodness. <laughs> like, have a Seagram. Okay. Let's go. All right, let's, let's go. go. Okay. Nothing like fun Instagram questions. Yeah. Okay, Cynthia. Yes. So good to see. I love that this is from the person. Cynthia, <laughs> so good to see you. First off, we must talk about Teresa's wedding. How yes. was it? And what was your initial reaction to her hair? Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 
1-800-273-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Our wedding was beautiful. It was my first Italian wedding. I've never seen so much food in my life. Like, honestly, if there was anything I could say bad, if I could say something bad was it was too much damn food. I mean, <laughs> it was food everywhere. And then it had, then there had the audacity to be a Shake Shack food truck when we left the wedding, sitting out in the parking lot. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like she had ever, any kind of food you could name. I just have never been to a wedding where there was so much food. And you know me, I'm like, I want to taste everything. So yeah, I spent a lot of time eating, but the wedding was absolutely beautiful. I'm so excited for Teresa and Louie. Um, Teresa's hair. You know what? I was kind of here for it. You know, she's, <laughs> you know, Teresa, like she's the kind of girl when she goes big, she goes big. So why should her wedding here be any different? You know what I mean? I thought she looked like a princess. 
She looked so happy. Louis looked great. Like I, I love their love. And, you know, Teresa and I connected on the ultimate girls trip. She was my favorite. She was the one I was actually super excited to get to meet because I felt like, you know how it is on, on, on these housewife shows. I mean, she's been through a lot and, yeah. you know, it's really hard. Like the things that I've even had to share in my real life, even marriage, divorce, like all the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys, all that stuff, like to go through what she went through and going to prison. And I was like, Whoa, I gotta meet this woman. She is like, right the comeback queen. And she is, she is the queen. And I'm excited that, you know, we became, we maintained our friendship, you know, outside of, you know, ultimate girls trip. And did you get a chance to talk with Louie at all? Do you think he gets a bad rap? Do you think he's just about like self-help and it's not all the other stuff or? You know what? I, I like Louie. I actually, Teresa and Louie were in LA for um, the MTV awards. I yes. She, I she saw them there. Yes. Yeah. For flipping like dr- dramatic or flipping the table. I don't know what it was, but she <laughs> getting an award. I don't even know if she won it or not, but anyway, anyway, long story short, she reached out and, uh, the four of us, myself, Louie, Teresa, and Mike had a uh, couple's dinner at crustacean actually. And, oh, uh, we had a great time. And what I, yeah. And what I loved was, or didn't really expect per se. First of all, it was my first time meeting Louie in person love him. This man, I don't know what everyone else is seeing. And I think I'm a good judge of character and I I can read people's energy. I love him for her. I thought he was just such a great guy, like so nice, so kind, so sweet. He and Mike hit it off. Like they just organically hit it off. You know, Mike has a mental wellness uh, platform. Louis always talking about mental wellness. So they both kind of connected on that level. And to be honest, you know, they have their own little relationship now. Um, I think Mike might talk to Louis more. Than was I- Mike at the wedding? Mike was not at the wedding. He was working in Vegas. So oh, because I was like, I didn't see those pictures, but that wouldn't would make no, sense. Honestly, all that happened right around the when I found out about my mom. So I had I haven't even really posted any wedding. Pictures. Yeah, yeah, no, that but I will. I have a bunch of them, and we you know took a bunch of pictures together. Love them. And did any of the Bravo lebs act up at the wedding? Was anyone no. really like? No, 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 no. Everyone was good. Everyone was good. I got to see Kenya, um, Ashley Darby, um, Chanel. Ayan was there. But hold on. Why was Chanel not dressed over the top? I've never seen her not dressed (laughs) over the top. And then she's like, I mean, she looked beautiful. She was like in a stunning suit or whatever. But I was like, hold on. Where are the feathers? She usually brings it. She usually brings it. Like she usually is like never not in a ball gown. But you know what's so crazy? Because she texted me the morning of and she was like, you know, trying to figure out, like, I don't think she had all her stuff together. That, that is what I said to Tamara. Tamara's like, like, no way. Someone minute. like that always has their stuff. Yeah, I'm like, like, no, I bet it was a last minute invite and she I didn't think, have it. Absolutely. She was trying to figure out, like, she was like in Jersey somewhere. She didn't have her clothes. There was something going on with her clothes. So, but I was <laughs> of like, course there I was. was. Like she was calling me to just, you know how people say they don't have anything to wear, and then you sh- you show up, and then they have like a freaking oh. Balenciaga like gown on. I'm like, oh, okay, she's probably like downplaying she- it, but she's really gonna show. Like for her, something like she doesn't have anything to wear means that at the very least she'll have on, you know. But by the way, it really bugs me when people do that. Like earlier today, you text me like, are you, are you gonna be glam for the thing? I'm like, absolutely not. It's Big Brother style. <laughs> I'm casual. But if I would have shown up in full glam, like there are housewives that do that they're right. like oh no it's casual and then you get there and you're like wait 
Well, now I have to admit now, I did receive your text and I'm like, okay, casual. So I was like, big brother house. I'm like, what does that mean? Okay, sweatshirt, my CB Boer sweatshirt. Okay. Right. And I was like, okay, let me do my hair. And then I was like, okay, I did a little light makeup because at the end of the day, it, you know, this will get out and be seen. But so. you're capable of doing that. You, <laughs> I am not. You did my eyelashes all of big brother. Like any time we had something where like we, it wasn't 2 a.m. and they were waking us up to do a confessional. I'd be like, Cynthia, help. I know. I know. I did your makeup. I did your, oh my God. Yeah. I I did your makeup. The night I left. Oh my God. You never looked more beautiful. I'll just say that. I mean, you really pulled out all the stops for me. I mean, we tried. Did I tell you that I saw Lamar the other day? Get out of here. (laughs) At our local steakhouse, I'm like walking out. I'm with Kyle and right. we're eating dinner at like 5.30, which he eats dinner at 5.30 unless right. you're like us. You and Kyle, right. And <laughs> we walk out and Lamar walks in and he goes, Terry, is that you? I'm like, it's Teddy Lamar. <laughs> well, you know, Lamar was the most confused person in the house. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that he actually doesn't remember your name. I actually haven't seen him, but you know, I've seen Todd. Todd and I just recently Hold on, you did celebrity beef. You did celebrity beef, which it's your fault that I ended up having a beef with him in the first place. And you know this. You know this. Right? You realize they never showed my beef at all. No one saw the beef with me and Todd. No, they they didn't show it. No, I didn't realize that. So the oh. day that Todd and I had beef was the day that Chris Kirkpatrick had COVID. Well, he didn't have COVID. He right. had a COVID, a positive COVID test. So they cut the live feeds. Right. And then that was the day that Todd Bridges and I got in an argument. What did you guys get into an argument about? I forgot. Um, he, he kept calling me crazy. And I said, mm-hmm. when the live feeds back up, call me anything other than crazy. I am crazy. Like, but crazy now isn't a word that I can, you can just use as, as right. Willie you know, it's as open as you, as you once exactly. could. And if it makes you uncomfortable and you say that it does, then, you know, that just has to be respected. And it really pissed him off. But I can say this since then he has apologized. Yes. He went out of his way to apologize at the finale. He came up to me and apologized. Like, I think he has a good heart. 100%. I, and I think that house is a pressure cooker. Oh for- girl, like you were gone by the time he and I blew up and it was crazy it was what was y'all's fight about well i'm so glad you asked (laughs) Fight was about the fact that i voted for you remember he got put up on the block last minute oh right but he was never supposed to be on the block but anyway the bottom line is he was not a part of my alliance you were a part of my alliance i had given you my word that i was gonna vote for you i am a woman of my word okay i am so last minute, and Todd was like my, you know, we, I was starting to, you know, have a good relationship with Todd and, you know, he was like my cards buddy, my spades buddy. Like we were, we were good. Yeah. We were never. By the way, I beat both y'all at spades just in case you forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did. But um, anyway, long story short, basically, you know, when he, when he, you know, all of a sudden was on the block, it was like, oh, okay. But in my mind, it's like, I'm still voting for my alliance team. Teddy Mellencamp. So anyway, I voted for you. And then after you left, he just was like in his feelings about it. And he was like, I can't believe you didn't vote for me. And I thought he was like kidding. I'm like, dude, we're not even on the same. But he was also mad that I said that you were a better chef than him. But he hadn't cooked for us. 
No, he hadn't, but okay. So, so now I need to know about this after, Yeah, like lots happened after you left. And he did end up end up cooking a lot. And he is actually a really, really amazing cook, to be honest. Although I did beat him on celebrity beef. But oh, you did? Woo! I did. I did, but it was looking, you know, you know how I go. It started off looking really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And then um, you know, in the end, like it's chicken wasn't really totally cooked. It was like a lot of things that where Joel had to give it to me. And of course as well, like Todd's food tasted amazing. I tasted it, but my presentation, everything was like on point. So, I mean, it's not like I want anything great. They gave me like a bootleg trophy from like some motorsport (laughs) piece of beef. (laughs) Like, I don't even, I think Joel like found it in his basement. But anyway, the great news is Todd and I talk all the time now. We're like great friends. I love him. He's lost so much weight. Have you seen how much weight he's lost? I know he really is lovely. I just think that inside that house, it brings out the most aggression and the most paranoid we could ever be for sure for sure which is why i almost don't even count it i'm like how somebody I- asked me and i now now i need to ask you somebody asked me if you were asked to go back on celebrity all-star big brother would you do it and i was like listen i say i never say never about almost anything and that's a no for me no yeah i don't know about what <laughs> I think that's a one-off. I think once you've done it, and then for me, I was in there so long that I'm really pretty sure that, I, I mean, I don't know what they would have to give I me. I mean, even that. 18 days seemed like 18 years for me. 30. Okay. I, 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 I can't, okay. even, even the day that I left, even though I was sad when it first happened, once I got home, I was like, why was I, what, why was I fighting so hard to be in here? <laughs> like, I know. Well, this is what people need to know about you. If you guys don't know this about Teddy, Teddy is very competitive. <laughs> loves a good competition like she literally rose like a freaking phoenix um uh, with the first competition she, like she was hanging on and this is why they had to get her butt out of there because she was a huge threat you were a threat girlfriend and I've, I've competed with you in other things okay you don't mess around all right you're a threat they were smart to get your butt out as soon as possible because you could have won 100 you could have won well, I was never a threat. I'd never had blood on my hands. I never won any competitions. Like I literally skated through just being an what did it? What did they call you? You were considered a floater. Yeah. Yeah. But was, you floated your way almost to the very end, which is insane. And I kept thinking, you know, by the time all of you guys left, especially Carson, I was like, okay, I honestly can go now. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, my alliance is gone. It's like me and a whole nother alliance that we put so much energy in trying to take down the whole time. So, you know, it got a little uncomfortable for me, but well, now speaking of alliances, what's the update with Kenya? We're good. Because we saw that there was a picture post. No, wait, I can't just get, we're good. I need more information <laughs> because when you're on watch what happens live, you guys hadn't yeah. really talked, but no. now there's this picture out there. So he, where are we? Okay. So we, I saw Kenya at the wedding. Now, mind you, we do, you know, you know, text back and forth if she needs something. I'm always here for Kenya. That love is always going to, going to be there, no matter what the, the dynamic of the friendship is. It's just always going to be there. Okay. So we, you know, reconnect at the wedding. It's like all good whenever I see her. Like it really, really honestly is. And, um, you know, there is communication. We just uh, are, are not as close as we used to be, which I think it's okay. I think friendships go up and down and yeah. have levels like, King is not the only friend that I have that I've gone through things with. It's just the only one that I have to talk about all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, first it was Nene, and then they finally left me alone about our friendship. And they're like, they're fine with the fact that I wish Nene well. I'm going to always wish Nene well. As a matter of fact, I just texted her the other day because it was Greg's birthday to say, hey, um, just oh, wow. send you love. I know it's Greg's birthday today. And she texted me back immediately and said, thank you. It was a tough day, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm always going to be that girl and that friend. Like, the love never leaves for me. The friendship may change, but the love is always, you know, here for me. So, you know, I, I love Kenny. And are you watching Atlanta at all? I'm watching the clips. I am watching the clips. Okay, so are you team Marlo or team Kenya? You know what? I am team Bright. Um, I feel like, and I had this conversation with Marlo. I know Marlo has a good heart and I know she has good intentions, but she basically, and I hope she did well at the reunion. She sucks <laughs> at articulating, getting her point across of whatever it is that she's upset about. Like, I feel like all these other things happen where it's just not super clear with about. And then she'll start repeating like, herself, saying the same thing. Like, even about. if it's somebody's name, she'll be like, Kenya, Kenya, Kenya. And then you're like, whoa, why are you, yeah. why are we doing this? I think she'll watch back the season, you know, hopefully she'll be, you know, back next season. I think, you know, she'll watch back this season and learn how to navigate a little bit uh, more effectively, especially in terms of just more effective communication with the issues that she's having with anyone. Um, We all have issues. Okay. Right. I'm not saying that um, she's not entitled to her feelings. What I'm saying is um, she just has to do a better job of getting it across to us as I'm a, you know, a spectator now myself, right. <laughs> but what the actual problem really is and, and trying to get on the other side of it. So, and then um, how do you think Sonia's doing as a rookie? I like Sonia. I do like Sonia. I think Sonia is a nice lady. Uh, I have not met her, but she did reach out to me. Uh, she slid in my DMs and, you know, I like that. I like that she did that. Yeah, a, a couple of ladies have. That's how I met. Um, well, I know we'll get to Dubai, but I met uh, Lisa and Chanel the same way. Well, not in my DMs. They actually had Davey Quinn just call me and said, you know, they oh. wanted to with me. I love that Dave Quinn <laughs> is the answer between I know, all the like, The Dubai ladies want to meet you. And I was like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. What, you know, I'm, I'm so disconnected from the show, to be honest, that I forget, like, that other housewives, especially new housewives, even, I know it sounds crazy, like, even know me, I guess. So I'm like, really? They yeah. want me? Eat? Why? I'm not even on the show anymore. I always think <laughs> you were on for a lot of years. For my people to care about you or whatever. But uh, I've been getting love left and right. So I actually hung out with um, uh, Lisa and Chanel the night before the reunion. I didn't even know it was the night before the reunion. I just happened to be in New York to be in New York doing some press stuff watching what happens live and a bunch of stuff. And we had dinner and they were, you know, gearing up and, you know, for it all. And uh, I hope, I'm sure they did well. Uh, well so really if, if you have to redo your Real Housewives girls trip cast, who would be on it? Okay. Say that again. If you had to redo, I, I know I had to say it again with you, Cynthia. Cynthia's <laughs> like, hold on. Is this a game? Is this a competition? Okay. <laughs> if you had to redo your Real Housewives of Girls Trip cast, who would be on it? Okay. Um, who, the whole cast? Yeah, you can pick four. Let's just pick okay, four, four people. Okay. Um, Karen Huger. Okay. From Potomac. Um, Candy Burrs from Atlanta. 
I have uh, questions about candy when we get after okay. once we're done. All with right. that, um, who else? Uh, Laura, Larsa Pippen from Atlanta, from Miami. Okay. And Teddy Mellencamp from Beverly Hills. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> okay, so this is my question about candy. We had her on the pod. And I'm obsessed with Candy this season on Atlanta. Like, I yeah. mean, I'm obsessed with her in general, but okay. she's so funny. So out, like, just says all the right things. All of her confessionals are so great. But when she was on the pod, she was pretty reserved. And somebody asked me if me and Tamara have ever gotten a fight. And the only fight Tamara and I have ever gotten on was about Candy. Really? What was the fight about? Because after the podcast was over, like during the podcast, Tamara could tell that Candy wasn't going to answer any like Tam like Candy's like seasoned housewife. So she wasn't going to answer pretty much anything that wasn't already shown. Right. And I kind of kept pushing her. And then Tamara goes, you don't have to answer any of these questions. And so after it was over, I was like, Tamara, don't you dick like blah, blah, blah. Like we got into it. Our first fight was over Candy right. for us. But now I'm like, I want to have her back on after the reunion when she can give us a little bit more action. Well, I will say this about Candy, who is my girl, who is my friend, who I adore. You know, Candy can be a little guarded for sure. It took me at least five seasons to convince myself that Candy actually liked me. <laughs> like, I would be like, do you like me? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I like you. I'm like, well, you don't act like you like me. She's like, I'm just like that. I'm just like that with everyone. So she can be a little guarded, but also, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. You know, right. Did, okay. So the guardedness was normal. It wasn't us just no, feeling that, that for no reason. But you know what I have to say, because I've seen other interviews where she really like, you have to push the right buttons I think, with Candy, because I've seen her go ham in interviews as well. Like just get really emotional and just put it on out there. You know, it, I, I think guess. we caught her at the beginning of the season. It was not the right time. And then one last question before we take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about Dubai is, on Watch What Happens Live, you alluded that you had a phone call with Andy regarding you leaving the show. I need uh, more details. I did have a phone call with Andy for sure, but I, I have a good relationship with Andy. I, you know, was this I, after you talked to production and they said you weren't coming back, or did he call you first? This was, oh, wow. I think it was my phone call. I think I had spoken to production. And we had talked about me coming back as a friend. Right. And which I was thinking about, by the way, which, you know. Would you still go back as a friend? I I think I'd go back as a friend before I would go back as a housewife. Would you sure. go on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because I've been seeing that everywhere. I, I don't know why that keeps being everywhere because I keep shutting it but down. But you live out here now. I know, I know, I know. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to join the Beverly Hills Housewives. So to just be clear with that for once and for all, I'm not opposed to it at some point when it makes sense for my life. I just feel like I literally just left Atlanta. It's not even been a year. And then I went right into girls trip. And then that was a bunch of housewives. So I haven't really had um, a break or a pause or whatever it's called, called at this point, like just for me personally, right. I would definitely entertain the idea of going over to Beverly Hills as a friend. I just am not interested over in Atlanta. Yeah, because I pretty much live in L LA now. Yeah, I would, and I feel like I've done Atlanta. It's been eleven years. I'm not. I'm not saying I would never ever go back. It, I, either one, I would be open as a friend. I'm not interested in going back to 
any housewife franchise, okay? <laughs> as, as a housewife right now. <laughs> but you're just saying you would be, you're, you're more open to that. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that as yeah, an answer. I I, I'm at a point now in my life where I feel like I've shared so much in my life. I want, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying my privacy with, with my life at this point in my life. But you're I, willing to go in and, and stir it up a yeah, little bit as a friend. Yeah, I miss the trips. Yeah, I go on the trip. <laughs> I go and eat the delicious dinners and go to the fun parties and hang out with those ladies and, you know. You dress know, up a couple of times. Yeah, dress up, all up, and, you know, throw a little bit in there, here and there, you know, in conversation. Carry but your, I don't carry your mini Bailey bags. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let There's me see. Party. I just actually happened. <gasps> have one they're the cutest thing you would love this like they come in oh all i'll be waiting cars. to find one in my mailbox it's weird well, it hasn't arrived yet you may get one hand personally delivered because <laughs> i think it's time for us to have dinner or lunch together. i know it's they're so cute. cute when so you're fun. back we have to i want to see all of it and i yes. want to start carrying it and you still uh, have to come to the beverly center to check out my cb by oh, yeah. this is where my sweatshirt came from i have a bag and a pair of store there that's do you know how huge it is that you're in the beverly center What's that? You know how huge it is that you're in I the know. Beverly Center? No, it's crazy. Like, I remember, like, when I first, the first time I ever went to LA, like, one of the things I did was I went to the Beverly Center. I was like, oh my God, it's like crazy when I walk in there to unlock the door and <laughs> like, on and warm up the, uh, my square, you know, thing. I'm like, wait, how, how is this even happening? But I'm so excited to be there and I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity because, you know, as a small Black-owned business, yeah. a big supporter of Black-owned businesses, um, it's great to be on the same luxury floor as Louis Vuitton, I'm across from the Mac store. It's it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's huge. And I'll and be there. Be really proud. Till the what? end of the year, you guys. I'll be in the Beverly Center until the end of the year, you guys, for sure. And then we'll Are see you doing any um, like signings or anything like that that we can get everybody to show up to? Yes. Yes. I'm going to, after this whole thing, after I get everything tied up with my mom, I'm going to set up some specific meet and greet days that I'll be in the Beverly Center because what happened before when it opened, I didn't realize like the mall doesn't really close except on <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Thanksgiving, yeah. and I think Easter, like it's open every day, Saturday and Sunday. So I found myself, we were still putting a staff together. So guess it was a part of the staff. I was. So yeah. it was like me going in opening, closing. And then it got to the point where, um, it kind of became a little security thing for me because it's like, yeah, you can't just really be walking around in here. <laughs> like <laughs> by yourself, Cynthia, cause you know, you forget sometimes I'm like, Oh, it's just me. And I had a couple little weird instances where some people came in and I was like, Oh, what's happening. But anyway, I'm, I'm like super hands-on, but I can't be that hands-on where I'm actually running the store myself, but I will be putting together meet and greet days. Uh -huh. and I'll you guys post it. Well, I love it. I will for sure. Let's take a little break and we'll come back and discuss Dubai. Yes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zinn pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zinn fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, so we are back. That was the break? That's our our break is enough time for 57 ads. But hold on, I have to make it colder in my room. I'm so hot. I don't know about your husband, but my husband doesn't believe in air conditioning. So I have to like hide it when he leaves for work. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) 
so hot all the time in here, especially like perimenopausal. I'm like, right. Well, same. Like I'm premenopausal, <laughs> and we're like, um, we're always hot or cold. Like we're like a mess. I'm like hot, and then I'm cold, and then I'm hot. Like I always have like jackets and sweaters and blankets. It's ridiculous. yeah. I'm either sweating through my clothes or I need 54 layers. There's no happy medium to my current condition of. Oh yeah air quality, which would probably be a little bit hard with living in Dubai because it seems quite hot there. Yes. Um, yes. All right. First things first, have you seen any of the Dubai outfits from the reunion? I have. Okay. So who's your favorite? I think I like Chanel's hair and I like okay. Lisa's dress the best see i don't love lisa's dress i don't love that those those two little uh, like tree branches look like they could potentially be nipples oh i have to take a look at it again yeah oh, so i, I like it's i think lisa is so beautiful oh there it is you can see it right now see yeah. those two little things right over her boobs? oh i see yeah 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 okay like yeah. I would be the one checking that every 32 seconds to like see yeah. if my nipple was hanging out. No, it would drive me crazy. Yeah, it would drive. But that being said, there's not many best options. Yeah, like, but I'm famous for like nip slips anyway. So it would probably be. A good <laughs> but like, how do you feel about Brooks being in a crown? You know what? It gave me what is that? Uh, uh, the movie that Angelina Jolie was in. Uh, Maleficent. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> Siva, Maleficent vibes. Like, I swear to you, it was like the first thing that came to my mind. But I was like, okay, you know, I love, you know, here's the thing. It's first season. I feel like the first, your first season is the season where you can get it really right or really wrong. Okay. Yeah. That's your chance to figure it all out. Um, I love that she went for it. Uh, I think it's a lot, but hey, you know what? She seems to be owning it. I can, I can work with it. And then what was your least favorite? You are going to have to pick one. Mine's Nina, which is kind of, it's like, I've seen it before. Yeah. Well, I don't like, what was, the, what was the thing? That's what I don't get because normally they tell us we have to be like, everybody's in jewel tones or. Right. Or everyone's in red or like something. Like, I feel like the theme is a little all over the place. I feel like everyone's giving something different and it's. Um, I mean, I would think it was feathers because like they all have things sticking out except for Stanberry and Nina. Like, I think even Sarah on the side might have some feathers on her, like, but like bustier, but I can't fully tell. I don't think it's feathers. I, I think, I mean, I see a few feathers here, but I don't know. I feel like there's nudes and then there's bright colors and then there's like, and then there's silver. I don't, I want more of a cohesive theme. I had the same issue though with Salt Lake City. Okay. I didn't see theirs. Like, why are you all going to different places? Right. And I love a theme. I love a good theme. Like you give me a good theme. I will understand the assignment. Always. Well, yeah. And you're going to look hot in the theme. You're going to yeah. handle it. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to get through. I want to talk about like, when we talk about, are we talking about Dubai now? Because yeah, I'm we're on to Dubai. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know what you're going to ask me, but in case you're not going to ask me about Chanel being circumcised when she was. Okay. I, but I really have a lot of questions because I want, I, I Googled it and I wasn't able to get the right amount of information. So now okay. I need to understand. What do you want to know? Because I actually knew another girl, a Somalian um, model that was circumcised and you know, I'm older. I did. I, I was just blown away 
because there's a huge age difference with myself and Chanel, that this is still happening in certain you know, parts of Africa. It is just the most horrific thing. And I remember when my friend was you know, talking about it, this was before social media, uh, which is why I love that Chanel is using the platform to really bring to discuss it. awareness and talk about this. I was mortified that you can actually, that this is happening to young girls where they basically go and cut their vaginas. Um, I think I was told, now I don't, you know, you guys right. have to Google this yourself, but what I was told was they try to make it, they cut off, I don't know if it's the, it's the So part. there's no pleasure, right? Yeah, or no? They, they cut off the part that makes it feel good. Okay. And then they sew, sew it up. They sew up the vagina. They sew up the hole, which is opens up a whole nother set of issues. So because yes, then yes. they can't, if not, you're and unable to be sold for your, as your dowry price. All about marriageability. Okay. And some of those places in Africa, they value being a virgin. Like, like if you're not a virgin, I don't know why they take it so far to have to like circumcise and do all these things and make it unpleasurable for them when they finally do get married. It's like they're, it's like part of their culture and religion and custom. It's like all this stuff that is, that still doesn't justify this type of torture. Um, you know, it's completely inhumane, but um, yeah. So they sew you up, which is creates like, actually I did a little research here. When they sew you up, like, you know, infertility it could cause, like even having, when you do get ready to have a baby, you have issues and obviously depression, anxiety and um, infection and scarred and keloiding. It's, it's terrible. And then when you get ready to get married, they cut it back open. And I don't even know what that process looks like to reopen it. Right. But then once you cut oh. it back open, if you've cut certain things off, are you able to ever get back that pleasure? I don't know. I think you should really have Chanel on here and talk. about. I, I want to have it because it honestly broke my heart. Not only that she had it done, but then like the fact that her parents didn't even really talk to her about it. They just, they, she said like, I was just taken to this room and kind of locked up my legs wrapped her together. She was five years old. Her sister was six and a half and then had this done. They, this is what they did to her. And, and the fact that now, now that I've know that I know Chanel and I've been around her, I, it is just, you know, we have all overcome things in our life, but that is just a trauma on a whole nother level where when you see, when you finally get to be around her, Teddy, she just is like a bustle Ball of, of life. She's so fun and loves life and so loving. And I am like, wow. Like, I don't know with all the stuff that the small, nothing on this level of things that I've overcome in my life that I could be that happy. She really is um, just a, a, a lovely, lovely woman. And I hate that she had to go through that. And I'm so glad that she's using the platform to talk about it, inform people and educate people about it. Because a lot of people don't realize that this is still happening. Also, did you see the part, did you cast a part where she talked about her dad trying to sell her off, you know, yeah. the whole early you know, before when she was 14 years old. And I mean, I, I really appreciated this therapy session. I feel like a lot of times on housewives, you see a therapy session and it's like, I'm sorry, the therapist from Atlanta, who's also been on Potomac and 13 others. Like I I'm watching it and I'm like, please. Right. 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 But this was one of those ones, which I also was a little taken aback by because Sarah was in there with her. So I was like, how much is, but then you realize like, how much she needed another person to be there and talk about it. And she really opened up and then they went back and they talked about her trauma and 
I've dealt with nothing, nothing even close to this, but I've blacked out huge portions of my life, like where I cannot remember certain ages. And so when she said that, no matter where you are, no matter what you've been through, like when you hear an adult say, I don't remember this part of my childhood. Yeah. It hits you. No, it, it, it was real. And I thought with everything that I watched, you know, I have my opinions on some of the other things that happened throughout the episode, but nothing trumped that moment for me. You know, I have, you know, daughters, you have daughters, you know, you have, a, you have daughters, like, can you imagine like them getting married at like 14, 15 years old? Like, and, okay, not even just running off with the love of their life. Some person that they don't even know. No, selling probably that. Like a hundred years old and having being circled like all of it it it, it honestly makes me emotional because even my my nine-year-old is to the place now where she starts to like ask little questions you know like just random questions about puberty starting to get hair like all of those types of things right and like we just have such an open dialogue where yeah. she can ask me anything whether it's embarrassing or not or it's, you know, like she, I just, I, I haven't ever closed in that door. So, and she's not to that, that age now where she's a, enough of a teenager where it's uncool to ask your mom. And I can't even imagine her a couple years before now. And like, just putting her in that situation without ever even telling her. Mm-mm. No, like it's, not. it's heartbreaking. I, I love that you have such open communication with her. Like keep that Teddy. That is one of the things that has been really great with my relationship with Noel, who is now 22 years old. Like if anything, she overshares with me. Like, this yeah. like, hey, I don't need to know that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, know, I had sex last night and it was like this and this happened. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I can't even picture you having sex. Like I, <laughs> I, like, I just can't like stop it. But those lines of communication need to definitely stay open. It's, it's so good to just be able to do that because my mom didn't talk to us about anything anything like that we were like you know we didn't even really you know I'm you know my mom was like a friend mom <laughs> she yeah. was like I'm the mom I'm not yeah. your friend okay you can yeah. put it on this table do what I tell you to do you don't question anything and you go to school and you handle your business and don't get in yeah. trouble at school because I don't have time to go there and, and pick you up pick you up and <laughs> don't get suspended or get in trouble because then you're gonna, be really, you're gonna have worse problems when you get home that yeah. was my relationship you know, with me, with Noelle, it's like, you know, from the time, like, you know, she came out of me, it was like, you know, my, my baby, you know, my heart. So, um, yeah, I, my heart goes out to Chanel and I applaud her for, I commend her for, you know, walking in her truth because it's, that's, that's like, you know, with, with housewives, you know, it's always like, you know, you think of storylines, storyline things you're going to talk about, but there's certain things you know, we share, like for me, um, just even me talking about Noel coming out as fluid at the time was like, yeah. you know, very like, that was like a big thing. And, you know, I didn't know how that was going to affect her to talk about it publicly, you know, and it was like good and bad, to be yeah. honest. With you. Because so, of social media and everybody can say anything to anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's always very interesting to me when our, or I just love when I see people talk about real things that's really happening because, you know, you, we don't, we never know how many people that we are inspiring, uh, motivating you and know. educating, educating. Yes. Like educating. for me, this, I, I, honestly, I, I sent a, a group text to my bosses at iHeart and I said, I need all of the information I can possibly get 
on female circumcision. And it's, you know, like I, because I seriously, it completely opened my eyes and they're like, they hadn't even watched the episode. They're like, what? I'm like, no, because of everything that's going on. And then it, it really explains a lot more of what happens in this episode. Like you see a lot of these relationships with, well, I think with these women, I think, you know, as you said, first season housewives Mm -hmm. all together, you're seeing relationships that aren't fully formed in my opinion. Right. That's true. That's like true. they're trying, they're trying to open up to each other. There's small little friendships or alliances or whatever anybody wants to call. But like when you talk about, you know, when you see what's going on between like Chanel and Stanberry, you mm-hmm. can see that they're two people that are hurt and just very off base on how the other person's feeling and how they're perceiving the information. Right, right. I watched that scene and I felt like someone who was a former supermodel herself, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I remember coming into Atlanta, my first season, and that was my story because that really was my life. I was, I moved to New York. I was still actively modeling and just feeling like it wasn't enough to just be a model, which is a real career. That's all I ever did in New York. Like I've right. made a lot of money. Like I was a model for years and years and years. So, um, and that was my only job. I didn't do anything else on the side. There was no side hustle. I was traveling yeah. the world doing that. And when I came to uh, Atlanta and I joined the housewives, I just remember feeling like I, they didn't respect it. It was like, oh, you're a model. Like who isn't a model? Do you um, think they didn't respect it? Or do you think that was your own insecurity on certain things that I mean to me as someone who's not a model no, who's five three and could never you know like I'm like wow I would have loved to be a model I mean, some, some some of the ladies respected it you know what I'm saying but some of them didn't and it just made me um you know well look it put a fire defensive me. it made me open up my school because at yeah. that point I was like you know what not only am I a model I'm going to open up a modeling agency and I'm going to educate and inform and help other you know model hopefuls that want to get into the business I'm going to show them how to, how to do it and I did that but I again you know I just definitely kind of related to her a little bit it was like a little bit of a trigger for me because I know how it feels to just feel like, oh, well, you know, she, she's only getting this because she's pretty or she's only doing this because she's a model or whatever. And it is, it does have like that kind of like negative, you know, thing attached to it where people think, you know, oh, well, she must not be smart if she's a model. And that's not true. No, that's I disagree too. I mean, very expensive. Very um, but my question is, what do you think made Caroline Stanberry emotional in this? Like she is very, from everything I've seen from watching all of Dubai now, she has never really lost her, like I've never seen her cry. I've never seen her get emotional. And mm-hmm. I could probably go back and count on one hand how many times they've actually shown a housewife smoking a cigarette. So the mm-hmm. fact that they're even showing her smoke a cigarette and crying, I'm like, what do you think set her off in this conversation? Um, I'm not I'm not really sure. It seems like because I don't watch all the episodes. I did watch the one last night because I knew I was going to come on here and talk to you about it. But I will say it feels like there's been some back and forth before this, like they just don't get along or just don't see eye to eye or whatever. But I honestly feel like at the end of the day, I felt like their conversation at the end um, 
was lead, was lead, was leading toward them being able to kind of, you know, get past it. I don't think yeah. it's such a big, I don't think they have such a big beef where it's like, oh, well, they're, they're just never going to be to, you know, to get past this. I think, I think that they will get past it. I don't think it's that, that deep, honestly. Yeah. I think she, I think Caroline got emotional because she wasn't meaning to say anything to hurt Ion to that extent. And then right. once she did, she was like, oh crap. Like, cause I don't think she's like trying happened. to all the time. Yeah. Like you, you, you know, I, I, and I think, I think Lisa and I love Lisa. I love watching her. I think she's good TV. I think she's beautiful. I think she knows how to stir it just enough. Well, we always need a good posture. Yeah. And so when she looks over at Ion and she's like, go over and have the conversation. And Ion's like, oh, you're going to come with me. And she's like, no, no, absolutely not. It's like, I didn't say I was going to have the conversation with you. I was telling you to go have the conversation. Well, you know what? I think that um, here's something too that I did notice. Like sometimes in housewife world, when something happens, like we all are human, we have emotions, we have feelings. Sometimes you're not ready to like, in one second, go have the conversation right away. Like, boom, the drum, the bomb drops. And you're like, hey, well, why don't you guys go over and talk? So <laughs> keeps it with being pissed off. Sometimes yeah. I need to go over there in that corner and have a <laughs> cigarette and a mental breakdown without production. But, oh, you're here? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you need a minute be because I know I'm a processor. I need to process what has happened. I need to take it in. I almost really need to go to sleep and wake up the next day because when my feelings are hurt, or I feel insulted, you know, it's hurtful. So you're like, you know, well, I don't want to be around you right now. But the See, I'm the opposite. I need to handle it right now. But that's your personality. That is definitely your personality. And I feel like, like if you told me I want to sleep on it, I'd be like, our no, relationship's right. doomed forever. Right. <laughs> it's over. Cindy hates me. But you're, you're very like direct and like, Hey, what's happening? Oh, did that hurt your feelings? Oh, well, let's talk about it. Well, let's go have a drink. Da, 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 da. You know, I'm like, still like, um, uh, that didn't feel right. I think it hurt my feelings. I'm processing. I just know the energy's not feeling good for me now. This is not a place I want to be in right now. Like right. you're That's like, how my husband is too, but I, yeah. is, what is his sign? What is your husband's sign? His birthday is April 19th. What's that? Is it a Taurus, guys? Aries? I don't know. I'm the worst okay. with signs. Somebody will text me in a second. And but I'll know. similar in that way. <laughs> well, my husband's birthday is tomorrow and he's a Leo. And oh, that's what my son is. Oh, your son's a Leo? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. His birthday is August 21st. Oh, yeah. But um, happy almost birthday, Mike. Love you. Aww. Anyway, um, oh yeah, yeah, April 19th is a Taurus. That's what my husband yeah. is. Okay, so he's a Taurus. All right, but anyway, look. Sometimes you just, you know, everybody processes things differently in their own time. I'm the kind of girl, like I said, I need a minute. You're the kind of girls like, let's get to it. So anyway, I think that'll be fine. I don't think their beef is that crazy. I just think it's like, you know, things come out wrong. They come out in a way they're misinterpreted, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, Chanel obviously has it going on. She's beautiful. She's successful. And Caroline has it going on and she's amazing and they'll, they'll be fine. Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is, and I coined this and I believe I said it on my TED talk that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
All right. So on to the next thing is, would you be upset Mm -hmm. or would you want Mike to be the Sergio that comes in on the jet ski with no shirt on to save you after a night of being upset? No, not on a girl's trip. No, not on a girl's trip. No. Now, I wouldn't either, but I said the same thing about I would be upset probably if he did that because she had already told him not to come prior, but then once he was there, she seemed like she really needed him, but I also would be upset and Tamara and I disagreed on this. You probably didn't see it, but last week on Atlanta for the scenes for next week, Sonia, they're kind of like coming at Sonia a little bit and her husband stands up and says, do not talk to my wife this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those that's like, no. And, and Tam was like, absolutely loved it. And I was like, hey, I kind of, I kind of feel, I, I kind of agree with Tamara a little bit because I feel like if this is the problem of this was, this was the issue when I was on housewives with my ex-husband, if the guys are going to be invited on the trip, if they're going to sit there and watch us bicker back and forth, like they shouldn't be there if, if they that's can't. A- if they can't say, Hey, you know what? I don't like what man is going to want someone, you know, coming for his wife. So I think it's completely fun to say, Hey, you guys, and it's all the way you say things too. I don't think he should, you know, buck up and, you know, make, I mean, he didn't say it sitting down. Okay. He stood up. Well, he didn't seem like he was aggressively going to hurt anyone by any, I didn't see that, but it wasn't like, Hey guys, now's not the time. I, I, saw you stand up, but up, I didn't look at it like people should be afraid for their lives. I didn't know. No, no, I don't yeah. think that either. But I also think if you're a husband willing to do real housewives and not get paid and show up to everything mm-hmm. and go to the events and mm-hmm. be there and someone's going to argue with your wife, you're going to, that's a job they signed up for. That is very true. That is very true. But I also feel like in housewife fashion, if they're going to invite the guys on the trip, then, you know, this is, you know, a lot of this stuff is produced. Okay. So usually a dinner is cold word for the shit's about to go down. Yeah. Well, then that's my question. Can other women go after housewife husbands? So if I really, in that same I, I statement, feel like it's not a fair fight. It's not a fair fight because if another housewife, if a woman in general goes after a man, it's okay. But if the man responds, it's an attack. So it's not like period point blank. So I personally think when everybody sits down for dinner, there's like a point in that dinner where they already know it's about to be some, some foolishness going on. So that's when the guys say, Hey guys, let's go and smoke. Let's go have a cigar, whatever. Because if this goes down and I feel some kind of way, if my wife is being attacked or whatever, even or my wife is being a lunatic, like there are times, like the time when I was crying (laughs) and my, I remember Edwin looking at me and going, are you acting? And I was like, no, I'm having a breakdown. Like, what are you talking about? And then like going back to eating a salad, like he couldn't believe my level of right. being upset over what was said to me. Right. right. Um, I think it's separate. <laughs> I think great if you guys want them to just come, but like when it's time for the girls to get into their stuff, which is obviously the point of the trip. Okay. No housewife team is going on the trip. <laughs> actually just get a tan and just drink the margaritas. Okay. No, no so. one's there for fun times. Absolutely. Um, so then the, the kind of the last, the last couple of things that they wanted to, that people want to talk about is 
Caroline doing her hormone injections in the IVF process and Sergio not really understanding what that means, them taping the the fruit to his boobs and his belly and all that. I mean, I thought it was fine. It didn't bother me. I mean, I I, for that for them to actually do that. And so you could just physically understand what it's like to be pregnant. I gave birth to a almost 11 pound baby. I gained 60 pounds when I was pregnant. So I would have loved for Noel's dad to have walked the day in my pregnancy. Yeah. He would have completely gotten it, you know? So, and I think that Sergio has grown on me and I think he's gotten to be like, you you find the lovable traits in him, but Mm -hmm. then there becomes a conversation where Caroline tells Brooks that she feels Chanel blames not speaking good English on her rudeness. And I don't, I didn't necessarily, I, I didn't necessarily see that that Chanel uses her, um, lack of, um, the English, like English, I guess you could say, yeah. Um, as a way, as an excuse to be rude. I don't, I don't think I agree with that. I think after being around Chanel, I think if she wanted to be rude, she She knows how to be rude. (laughs) I think if she wanted to just be a jerk, she would just be a jerk. I don't think, I mean, I think sometimes she misses like she, you know, which I do as well, which is like sometimes phrases, like she'll, she'll mess yeah, up sometimes like kind of broken up a little like, bit, but you know, like you, whatever it is, the early bird gets the worm, but the second one gets a cheese or whatever it is. Like right. I always will mess up whatever the punchline is, but right. well, I, I think with, with Chanel, I think, I think when she, when her English, English is the most together is when she's about to get somebody together. That's yeah. when all of a sudden it's, crisp it's perfect it's like when she's about to read someone um because i've seen her in interviews i've been around her um if she wants to go there she she, and do you think that because brooks says she feels like ion is lisa's puppet and lisa is the brains behind it all she finds the relationship odd do you see that okay so if i was watching the show maybe i would maybe think that but after actually meeting those two ladies and spending time with them completely not true okay so if you only could hang out with one of them you were on a deserted island who are you picking oh my god you know i'm gonna ask this shit and don't say i can't ask oh boy um dang it i really like them both i'm going to say lisa only because like Chanel is a lot of energy and I don't have a lot of energy. <laughs> Girl, I'm 55 in menopause. She's a lot. Like it's a lot to be around her. Lisa's a yeah. little more, Lisa's a little more chill and like, you know, Hey, let's just go and have a drink and just chill. Like I like to do chill stuff. Like um, Chanel is very big and over the top and like, Hey, oh, oh, she's always on. She's either on or yeah, always on. Big, big personality for sure. Lisa's a little more like, hey, yeah, you know, she's, I don't, yeah, a little more chill. So I would take Lisa. I love right. you, but yeah, you're, you're lying. All right, sorry. We, we asked the hard questions here, but yeah. I know we're at, I can't believe the hour went by so fast. It's over. It's over. We're done. We're done. We're at oh 11. God, we didn't even really unpack anything about Beverly Hills. I know. Uh, I, well, I'm going to ask you this. In regards to Beverly Hills, 
why did I even bring this up? I, I know like, who is like, when you're watching it, what gives you the most, like what makes you the most upset when I'm watching it? Uh, wow. I don't know if any of it really makes me upset, but I will say from what it's looking like, I don't know what's going to happen with the future episodes. Um, it feels like it's like teams, right? It's like grouped, like, like the friends that are like been friends and they're together and they have each other's back and they support each other in the way they want to or whatever. And then it's the rest of yeah. the group, which is from what it looks like to me, Crystal Garcelle and Sutton. Okay. So, but now we know that Crystal is no longer with Sutton and Garcelle. Oh, yeah. Not? Garcelle said some whole thing about like, it was all online about she's not close with Crystal anymore. Oh my God. Oh, okay. I thought that I was kind of happy that, that. No. So now oh, it's more like, from what I've read, it's like Crystal and Kathy. Oh, I forgot about Kathy. Yes. Yeah. Crystal and Kathy, Sutton and Garcelle, and then. I guess the Fox Force Four, and then Diana right. is just—I I don't really get. But Diana's kind of part of the Fox Four, right? Um, I well, don't I know girls than the other ones for sure. I think she really, I, I, in my opinion, like I think she really, she's the one that like has the most money and really doesn't need to be doing this, and it really shows. Okay, all right. Well, you know what I mean. Like you're giving like the least. We don't really know anything about you. You're you're like her trying to come at Garcelle this week because they didn't have a real friend. Like I was like, that timing was like, terrible. Right, right, right. I don't know. I think like what I what in my experience, and you know, I know you were on Beverly Hills, but but just with me being on Atlanta, I think it's hard to not when you don't have a click. Like, you know what I mean? If the click is like the power click and you're not in that click. It's, it's hard. And even though the click can surfacely be nice to you, you know, you're not part of the click. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like it feels like, okay, we're not, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I, I don't like clicks. I feel like at the end of the day, um, it's too clicky for you. Yeah, I do. I do. And I don't like this whole thing about sudden being a liability and all that stuff. I feel like if anyone wants to really get to know Garcelle, then they'll just go above and beyond on and off the show to make that happen. You know what I mean? I really do. Because, you know, the show is not just about like what you do on the show. It's also, you know, calling and saying, Hey, you know what? I know that we have not been able to connect, you know, when we meet up, but I really genuinely want to meet with you off camera and spend some time with you because I just well, can't. Well, maybe sudden, I mean, maybe Garcelle will come on with you because, you know, she refuses to do the podcast with me. Oh, okay. and I have repeatedly said, you have, I think you have a relationship with her. I'm surprised that she, well, the, I was on one, the, the time I learned that I would never, ever agree to be a friend of Beverly Hills was when I went on the one episode, whatever it was not last. Yeah. I guess it was last season mm -hmm. and Garcelle and I got along the entire time during that episode the one that I did and then in her confessional she called me a gnat that will never go away and mm -hmm. 
I immediately sent her a text and just said like, listen, you know, you know how it is with these type of shows, but like it, to really reach out to her. And she never wrote me back. And then I saw it MTV music awards or whatever MTV reality show awards, whatever it was. And she was so nice and so friendly. And I was like, come on. Like, I want to be able to hear all the sides. I don't want to just hear, you know, from Erica, from Dorit, from right. Kyle, from Rena. Like, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from Sutton. Like, I, I, I'm in a different place now. And yeah. essentially, she told my bosses she would maybe talk to Tamara, but she would never talk to me. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. Well, I don't know. How unfortunate. I, I don't know. I mean, Garcelle's like super you know, reasonable and rational. And, you know, I feel like uh, it would be great for her to actually come on and talk to you, to be honest, because, you know, you were like, when you were on, were you part of that part of the click? Yeah, I you, was part of them. So but it, I, I think, that interview, yeah. to be honest, but, and I think she definitely, you know, it's so much we don't get to see, you know. I mean, I, I said to somebody like, else, I said, I would love to have been on when Garcelle was the way that she is now. Mm -hmm. because her first season she wasn't and that's fine that's I remember my first season too it's hard first season's hard hard. and so I would love to have her on and talk to her and be able to do the things but now I just you know put that out there Garcelle if you're watching this you know come on it could be me Cynthia and Tamara they'll ask the majority of the questions if you want but we want you on we want to hear your opinions and now we're out of time but we'd love to hear more from you know your side of the story because it feels like just watching the show um it does feel like she kind of has to be on a defense and she doesn't really you know the click hasn't totally taken her in or something it just you know that kind of there's something that feels off right it does even with even when she's clicking with Sutton or even when Cherie's there there's still not way as well Cherie's a sweetheart as my I I just was I mean, with her yesterday, um, my husband was out at dinner and Sheree was there. But anyway, I love Sheree. She's moving. You know, we all live in the same neighborhood, Garcelle, myself, and um, I could literally walk to Garcelle's house. But they didn't. They only showed Sheree saying like two words this episode. Yeah, maybe we'll get to see more of her next season because she's definitely feisty. Sheree has I think I think she's feisty. I want to see more of that. I think she's a great addition to the show. I, I love um, I love Garcelle on the show because I think she her being there changes the conversation. I agree. And I think it's so necessary. And I think she just does such a good job of holding her own and just doing it with class. You know what I'm saying? And then I think Sheree and Garcelle are very different, two different people. I think she's a great addition as well. So, um, yeah. Well, we appreciate you being with us today. We hope that you come back. Now, unfortunately, you're going to have to continue watching Housewives episodes. Because <laughs> it's the only way to do that. Like, the more you try to get out, they pull you back in. Yeah, it's well, like you, you think you're done, but then no. Well, I have to say, Teddy, it's a lot more fun to talk about Housewives than be a housewife for me right it, now. Like, is it not? Uh, like, isn't this amazing? It's like the, it's like, like, and I don't even really care to talk about housewives that much to be honest but if i have to it's a lot better being on this side of it than actually being no people are like why would you say yes to this i'm like one it's effortless i watch a television show and get to chat about it and give my opinion you're you're perfect for this you and no you're so good at it too and i'm so grateful that you came on I still need to take you to Pelicure. So when you get back, I'm yes. sending prayers to your mom. When you yes. get back, text me and we're going. 
All right. Sounds, sounds great. It's a date. All right. It's a date. I love you. Love you. Thanks, babes. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. 